Hello there, weirdos. <laughs> Hello, weirdos. I am your East Coast host, Mike Eshelman. And I'm your West Coast host, Tom Arnholt. And we are in episode two of November, since we're doing yeah. a, a two-banger this month. And let's see, we are on episode 12 overall. Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. And um, again, next month we're doing our all-call-in show. So if you want to be part of that, just send me an email or an instant message or something, and we'll get you booked. Um, what else? Yeah, that's the end of our season. Oh, uh, Russia has added yeah. our list of listeners. So welcome, comrades. Das Vidanya. Or actually, according to our numbers, welcome, comrade, singular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Ivan. <laughs> so last time we were together, Tom, you referred to this episode as the Buyer's Remorse Saturday. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have any buyer's remorse this year? I don't. You know, historically, I I have largely avoided the whole Black Friday craziness. Um, big fan of Cyber Monday. But as far as, yeah, I've never gone out, waited online, woke up early to go buy anything. Um, but, you know, I, I've always taken great uh, enjoyment watching the craziness on the news about you know people clawing at each other to you know bring in the oh, Yuletide God, yeah. season. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> nothing says "Happy Birthday, Jesus" like throwing elbows for a tickle me Elmo. <laughs> tickle me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, actually. Was I was watching on the news? Obviously, this year is a little bit different. Um, mm -hmm. And that was like the big story about Black Friday was how not like Black Friday it was. It was people were pretty chill, right? In line, you know, enter, you know, when they're called or when they get their text and they say it's okay to come into the store, <laughs> do their shopping and leave. See, uh, eventually, I think this pandemic is sort of uh, uh, will lead to a minor reboot of civility. I think in some cases you're absolutely right. You know, we'll yeah. we'll never get back to where we were 50, 60 years ago just because we're, we're very um, – we're animals. We yeah. Come down to it. But eventually as this goes on and on, I think people will get used to like, you know what? I kind of not like having people up in my face all the time and pushing right. and shoving. So, you know, we'll – it's baby steps, but eventually I think this is going to have a, a soft reboot to those times where you actually gave a shit about your fellow man, you know? Yeah, there's a, there's a resurgence of, of a polite, courteous sort of society. Yeah. That has been mm -hmm. slowly but steadily on the decline over the last <laughs> many decades. Oh, it's terrible. Let me think. I did not buy anything yesterday. Um, I, I too, just I hate the crowds. Yeah. Um, I did break down and get one of those robot vacuums this morning, though. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had an email from Amazon. And, it, you know, because of the pandemic, the, the hot offers and Black Friday mm -hmm. stuff, it's been going on since Halloween. Oh, yeah. And I've avoided them all. And they hit me this morning. And like one of those little robot backs was half off. 
I will caution you. Those robots, they are relentless, and they don't care what you have on the floor. It's theirs. So it's, we'll get along perfectly because it's just like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll just, it, yeah, it has no, it can't discern from, oh, that was, I, I didn't mean to leave that there to actual, you know, dust or, or debris. It just sucks right? everything up. And see, I, I live in a two-bedroom apartment. It's just me. And when I'm eating, I'm at a table. So there's not a lot. Basically, if there's something on the floor, it used to be part of me, I think. It's all that's out there. (laughs) Something you've shed. Yeah. And I have a nice Dyson. But again, the apartment is so small that it takes longer to unwind and wind back up the power cord than it does to actually vacuum. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know. I, I am against any activity that the setup takes longer than the actual activity itself. Mm-hmm. That's like that's why I don't play Axis and Allies or Risk. Like, have sex. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, this was an impulse buy. I'm like, I'll kind of like having a little robot around. You know, yeah, just somebody to hang out with. Right, you got to name it. Ours is named Rosie after the Jetsons. Oh, that's brilliant. You know, uh, yeah. She's kind of nice. I like that. Uh, I'll go yeah. with Jeeves. Can't go wrong with Jeeves. Yeah. Unless, you're a, unless you're a search engine. <laughs> yeah, I think oh. you, me, and maybe four other get that one. <laughs> Geek humor. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. What's that? <laughs> Dude, you even Gen X? Come on. <laughs> oh, um, I must compliment you on your articles this month. <laughs> you have been on fire. And um, again, I, I'm kind of looking forward to getting to the last one because I don't understand your, <laughs> your obsession with it. I, I don't know why. Okay. It, it just had to, I don't know. Every episode, we need to have some sort of rampage. And if it's a drunken person, all the better. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, there are certain things that I, I look that I just gravitate towards. And I, get, <laughs> I get all excited about. Right on. And that, that story well, checked a few boxes for me. So. Well, well, I'll do one and three, and then you can do two and four, so you can land on your, your um, rage of the month. Yes. And the first one is gross, so I will uh, go ahead and muddle my way through this. <laughs> and I actually looked up all the words I didn't know how to pronounce. That's professionalism. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. Look, look at me. Are you doing stuff and learning? I know. Okay. I'm- so <clears throat> here we go. This is disgusting. Follow along. Mongoose poop coffee. It's all the rage. Hell yeah. Attention, coffee lovers, enthusiasts, and connoisseurs. If you didn't already know, coffee doesn't just come from a bean anymore. It comes from poop, too. And apparently, it's all the rage. The coffee, which was shown off at this year's China International Import Expo, is called Kopi Luwa, and is a coffee made from coffee cherries that were consumed, partially digested, and pooped out by the Asian palm civet. A civet is a nocturnal creature that looks like a cat, but is related to the mongoose family. That can be found in tropical Asia and Africa. 
According to Sixth Tone, the brewed beverage has become a highly sought-after commodity among high-end coffee enthusiasts and has been embraced by many South Asian countries. It's also an expensive cup of joe, one of the world's most expensive, actually, since not much is produced due to the strict animal welfare guidelines that must be followed in the process. As a result, the CEO of East Timor National Pavilion Coffee Industry Center, where the coffee is made, estimates that there will only be 40,000 cups of civic coffee from East Timor each year. So get it while it's hot. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. Like a few episodes ago, um, I think when Rachel brought in her own article, mm-hmm. she had one about beer that's brewed through like um, a squirrel, that, like a taxidermy squirrel or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But this is another level. I mean, this is actually passed through a live animal. And then you're making yeah. coffee out of the half-digested coffee, what was it, coffee cherries? Coffee cherries, yeah. Yeah, mm. so this little cat eats this stuff, poops it back out, and then you make coffee out of it. Yes. That's, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> A couple things going on here. <laughs> okay, first of all, China. Now, What strict animal guidelines are they referring to that exist in China? (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's pretty much anything goes. I mean, kind of the Wild West out there, as long as you're, you know, wearing your gray uniform and (laughs) show up on time. Um, Yeah. So strict animal guidelines in China, right? There's sort of like military intelligence. It's like, What? (laughs) Right. And then it it gets passed through this sort of cat mongoose creature of Mm -hmm. of, of mythical legend. (laughs) Like like the turtle unicorn. So, I don't know. And then it's, you know, uh, absurdly expensive. Like, is this like the new, like... Like, it's just like the cocaine of, of the 21st century. Right? <laughs> it's like, you know, like rich boiler room stockbrokers, you know, started the whole coke fad thing. Remember back in the 80s, it was like, oh, yeah, that was like the drug du jour. If you were doing coke, you had some money. That was like the status <laughs> drug. Right. I mean, does this, like, um, is it like super coffee where you hallucinate after you drink it or something? Because, okay, I can see that. And that, know. you know, for some reason, yeah. And it pass, <laughs> passes through a cat's ass, but, you know, I can smell colors. Okay. Right. I've licked a toad, so this is a baby step down the path of drugs, you know? <laughs> yeah. But if it's just a really good cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've had good coffee, but... I've never thought, you know, if this was a hundred times more expensive and shat out by a cat, I think I would enjoy it more. Yeah. I've never sat there and said, oh, you know, this is a this is a good cup of coffee, but it really could use, I don't know, a hint of cat colon. <laughs> this needs is a little bit of mongoose anus. Right? And, I mean, coffee is weird enough if you think about Oh, yeah. The very first cup of coffee that was ever made. You know, somebody 
was like eating these beans. Like these taste like shit. I wonder what would happen if I ground them up and like poured scalding hot water on them and then drank the water. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's weird. But at, at some point, two dudes were walking through the forest and came across this little cat taking his shit. Like, hold on, dude. Wait until it's done. I want to see what's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, yeah, this tastes like shit. I wonder. <laughs> right. <laughs> if we actually added shit to it. <laughs> did two wrongs make a right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know. I mean, and again, I guess this speaks to really good marketing. And people's desire to be one of the 40,000, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like eating endangered animals. I mean, are they that much more delicious than non-endangered animals? Probably not. No. It all tastes like chicken. It's the fact that you're not supposed to be eating it that's the appeal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The one exception, though, fucking baby condor is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll never turn down a Komodo dragon enchilada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Yeah, so... Baby Condor. (laughs) Don't worry, people. I will not be one of the 40,000 to hunt this down. Um... It, to your point about like the uh, the rigorous testing that they do, um, at my old job, we went to China once a summer for, to um, like meet with our vendors and walk through the warehouses and stuff. And every time we would go, one of the vendors would take us to like um, a restaurant. And as you walked in, you know how we have like lobster tanks here where you yeah. can pick out like, oh, I like that lazy one. Mm-hmm. This was like a petting zoo that had. All the animals on the menu were like just hanging out. So, and you know, being the the you know white guy from Ohio, I had no clue. So I'm sitting right. there like you know playing with the ducks and <laughs> like checking out all these cool looking fish and lizards that they have. Like this place is badass. And our our host is walking around the waiter, like writing shit down as we walked through all the little animal sections. <laughs> So we get to our table, and it's like one of those big, um, like, big family-style tables with the Lazy Susan in the middle. And I'm like, what's with the little zoo on our way in? He's like, that's the the menu? He's like, everything you pet, we put on a list and said, that's a soup, that's the main entree. You you were literally the hand of death. Yeah, You had no idea. (laughs) Holy crap. Anything that guy pets. That's right. <laughs> and Pair it with had, a wine and give it to I us. I mean, yes, there were cute animals there, but then there were also like those those weird ass fish that looked like they were pretty much dinosaurs that somebody just pulled yeah. out of the bottom of the ocean, you know, like those football fish with the little glowing thing on their head. And yeah, those angler fish. Those are badass. Yeah, fucked up stuff there. I mean, half of it I was scared to death of. I'm like, I, this is the worst zoo I've ever been to. You know? <laughs> The zoo of nightmares. Yeah, but then I look over and I'm like, ooh, turtles, you know, that's good. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, the moral of the story is, yeah, I, I am not eating anything directly out of China anymore. Just 
because it it did have a personality at some point, and yeah. I, I am not down with the kitty litter coffee either. You, the rest of you folks can can have my share, I guess. Yeah, yeah, knock yourselves out. That needs teamwork. <laughs> Civet coffee. Civet mm. ass coffee. <laughs> God, this tastes like shit. Funny you should mention that, right? Funny story. <laughs> oh, you very insightful. <laughs> it reminds me of your uh, your your second day grounds. Like yeah, that one summer that I lived with you, and <laughs> oh, God. you would take like the eggshells from your scrambled eggs and throw them in yesterday's coffee grounds and make another pot of coffee. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I got up like at five thirty in the morning is so I could like be first <laughs> and throw them away. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's like three cents, man. We can afford we, another coffee we're, filter. We're poor, but we're not that poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, like, half I'm, of us worked at a restaurant. You know, right. like, if I wore pants with bigger pockets, I'll get you all the coffee you want. <laughs> right? What the hell? I, yeah, for some reason, I thought we were just, we were, we were one cup of coffee away from having to live under a bridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that was going to do it. That was, that was what was going to break us. Yes, <clears throat> yes. We'll rehash yesterday's coffee grounds and then spend three hundred dollars on beer that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good times, man. My priorities twenty something. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, uh, from mongoose ass, uh, your your list here leads us right into another uh, delicious animal story. Yes, and, and just. In time to be late for Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, here we go. He's not going to be the one on our plates. Turkey terrorizes Beantown neighborhood. Thanksgiving was right around the corner, but one tough turkey is determined not to end up on someone's dinner table. The Tom Turkey has been aggressively harassing residents on a street in the Hyde Park area of Boston, according to WBZ-TV. On Wednesday, a crew from the station spotted the turkey, which lunged at the reporter and began pecking at his microphone. A crowd soon gathered to watch. One person was joking, quote, I guess he's letting us know he's not going to be the one on our plates this year. Just a few days earlier, Lutz Paulette and her boyfriend were walking down the street when the turkey crossed the road and attacked Paulette, according to WBZ. He jumped on my arm, she says. Turkeys have spurs on the backs of their claws, and he nicked me with it. I finally had to hit him with my purse to get him to leave me alone. Well, to get the easy joke out of the way first, that's why the turkey crossed the road. Yeah, I, I'm so glad they included that phrase in the article. Yeah. And, and again, you know, I, I'm not that familiar with the Hyde Park area of Boston, but if a woman is attacked, was it days before this news crew was out there? Mm -hmm. Couldn't somebody find a, a turkeys are kind of big animals, man? Yeah. They, yeah. And they're not necessarily stealthy. Right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's like it's you know it, it's not like a ninja. <laughs> it's a turkey. No, and unless I mean uh, unless there's like other like flocks of turkeys in the Hyde Park area, like trying to identify the one, so they don't uh, you know accidentally incarcerate the wrong bird. <laughs> right. So the feral one mixes with the domesticated uh, uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Is he you know get that one removed? He's going to organize them. Right. <laughs> Honestly, I think the the true antagonist of this story is the asshole that said, I guess he's letting us know he's not going to be on one of our plates this year. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, that's the dick that when the cashier tries to scan something and it fails three times, he says, I guess that's free. Oh, I guess that's free. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. Kill him and then fucking go find the bird to kill it. It's free because <laughs> you're walking out of here with it up your ass. Right. And then we'll make coffee out of it. And then we're going to make some coffee out of it. <laughs> fucking civet. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so... I, I mean, yeah, the fact that a lady got attacked by a turkey in Boston. In Boston. <laughs> you know, it's and not like in the middle of summer. Yeah, it's not like she was like in rural Kansas where I don't know. I've never been there, but you, they would think that that could happen more. Yeah. Of, you know, it's more likely in some sort of rural part of America than Hyde Park, Boston. Right. And it's not like I'm from a, a huge metropolitan area by any means. I, I'm more of a suburban type animal. I I don't think I've ever seen a live turkey just out trucking around. Just in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but holy shit. Well, I guess we did have a like a loose lion or something a couple of years ago in Pickerington. But... <laughs> and that lasted for a few weeks. I don't know, man. Really? Weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Pickerington. I think so. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, our... in some Columbus suburb, there was a, a lion. That was... Yes. Huh. But, yeah, so I don't know. A, a Boston turkey attacking a woman. So more power to him, I guess. And, yeah, I guess spot on to their um, <clears throat> their dog catcher in that town. Yeah, right. The animal control just doesn't give. They're all out of fucks. They got nothing. Right. <laughs> Turkeys are not in my jurisdiction, you know. Yeah, we don't do feathered beasts. Yep. Four legs, good. Two legs, bad. Yeah. Yeah. If it flies, that's a different version. You got to call that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> The Air Force animal control. Yeah, the, you gotta talk to the guy control. at the, the airport. They know, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Fucking so, um, again, you had some great articles this month, and this one by far was my favorite. I think this one is up there with probably my favorite of of the year. Yeah, just the the title was great. The story was great. And I didn't spend a lot of time looking at pictures just because, well, you know, the subject matter, they all look the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's cute and terrifying at the same time. Right. And enlightening. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
Let me go ahead and share this with everybody else so they know what the hell we're talking about. <clears throat> Gay penguin couple steals eggs from neighboring lesbian couple. <laughs> the tranquility of a Dutch queer penguin community was disrupted recently when a gay penguin couple with a reputation for stirring up trouble stole an entire nest of eggs from a neighboring lesbian couple at the same zoo, according to The Cut. Fostering eggs in the queer penguin community is not unusual. Zoos and aquariums will frequently present unhatched eggs to gay and lesbian penguin couples who exhibit behavior that suggests they're desperate for a chick, such as building nests, according to the website. However, in this case, the perps took matter into their own hands, stealing eggs from two mothers-to-be. It's not the first time the male penguins have stooped to thievery. Just last year, the couple stole an egg from a different penguin family without facing any repercussions. However, the egg never hatched. The egg-snatching couple have reportedly been sharing caregiving duties, according to the cut, taking turns keeping the eggs warm and foraging for fish. (laughs) I, I, I learn so much every day. It's true. I... First of all, dude, the Dutch, they got their shit together. I'm, I'm increasingly impressed by the Dutch. Not only is like the Netherlands, conti- you know, consistently like voted the, like the best place to live, like highest quality of life, happiness quotient. Um, who would have thought that there would be an actual fucking queer penguin community? That not only would be recognized, but like harbored and and you know they have a, a, yeah. have a safe place, a nurturing <laughs> community for queer penguins. Yep, and they can get I, married. Well, well yeah. <laughs> if Parks and Recreation taught us nothing else, it's oh that penguins can get married. <laughs> right. Oh my god! <laughs> it's totally natural. Mm-hmm. Nah, but I loved the story. I mean, yes, and I agree. The best part of this is that there's an entire queer penguin community that exists in the yeah. world. But <laughs> it's also like it's great that penguins stick to the stereotypes because they are catty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> steal eggs from other couples. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, it's I, oh, how wild. And, and, and these two guys, these dudes have done this before. Right. <laughs> but it's interesting. I don't know. At the risk, it's it's interesting that like they've got they still have that that nurturing need that need to nurture develop and and sort of father and mother you know to raise offspring yeah oh yeah absolutely to the point where they would steal it from a lesbian couple (laughs) yeah i mean what's going through their tiny penguin heads to think you know what those lesbians have plenty of kids and we have none yeah they're gonna raise them gay I think we should just take them and make them ours. Right? Because they'll be fabulous. 
fabulous. We will sit around in our tiny tuxedos and just be amazing. We'll have mimosas. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> oh, God. But I love but the story. I love it. I love the penguins. Um, I didn't realize that there was such thing as, as homosexuality to this level in the animal kingdom. <laughs> Not that well, there's anything wrong again. with it. I think it's no, no, not like at all. the Dutch of like, oh, hey, you know what? Let's Seriously, these I, guys I didn't know about it except for Parks and Recreation. That's the yeah. only reason I knew it existed. Well, I assumed that the Parks and Rec was a bit. <laughs> like they thought, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we're going to do this thing? And, well, you know, obviously there's going to be a curveball and that will make them gay. <laughs> because it's just ridiculous. But no, it's right. real. I love yep. it. It's real. Queer <laughs> penguins. And they made uh, for life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm leery to ask, but I'm going to anyway, because it's uh, what I do. Um, how do like the lesbian, the lesbian penguins, how did they come across, like, how did they figure out that, oh, those lesbian penguins? How, mm. how they, I mean, and the gay penguins. I mean, obviously, there's there's a physical pleasuring that goes on. I see where you're going with this. Um, I think <laughs> the lesbian penguins had tiny flail tuxedos on. <laughs> and Doc Martens, yes, <laughs> little little flipper Doc Martens. Yep, they hung out at the their version of Summit Station. Yes, in the Netherlands. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's honestly that's a good question. How did two female penguins have fertilized eggs? Right. Hmm. Well, let's so, say you know they had the discussion. Okay, you go out there. Do your thing. I know it's not for love. <laughs> I respect there's, you. We both really want this. There's a surrogate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like they can just go turkey, you know, turkey baster method. They've, they've right. got a. <laughs> so they went to one of their straight male peng- penguin friends and like, listen, yeah. <clears throat> like, look, you know, you're tall. You're, you're somewhat intelligent. Mm-hmm. We want you to be the father of our tiny gay brood. Yeah. They found some penguin David Crosby. <laughs> of course, he's not tall, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. All right. Wow. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> this, this, uh, the story, uh, you know, it, 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 it asks more questions than, than it explains. Yes, it's yes, for sure. Nonetheless, I, I, I think it's great. No, I loved it. I mean, I love the fact that there are tiny couples of gay penguins raising babies and making nests and nurturing them and stuff. But also the fact that there's so many that, again, there's a whole community of them. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, the, the, the downside, obviously, is okay, these they're stealing people's babies, so that's not cool. Well, I don't know. What if they were stealing them from bad parents? 
<laughs> you know, penguins that stay out all night and don't pay attention to their kids and, yeah. you know, aren't supportive of them. And Well, that's, that's just a parent. <laughs> so uh, you're saying the right thing to do would be for them to go into like the uh the penguin foster community and find one that's a couple of years old maybe and well uh, not even that you know you could you can get on a waiting list for for adoption right or, or... <laughs> get a little chinese penguin or a russian penguin oh, there's tons of them <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> the one thing that bothered me, though, yeah, there it is. The perps took matters into their own hands. Uh, come on, man, they're fucking birds. It'll have hands. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, uh, God bless you, little Dutch queer penguins. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Salute. <laughs> Good luck. To and you, little, 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 to you little queer penguins from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Support you. <laughs> huh. All right, dude. Bring us home. Maybe they could give them like a chicken egg or some other egg mm-hmm. so that they, they still have that nurturing outlet. I know we're talking way too much about this. Yeah, <laughs> beating the shit out of this story, but I, I'm some I'm, I'm just gobsmacked by it. I'm really just I against the Dutch. Okay, so um, a long time ago, we told Peggy to find out if we went to school with anybody that was homeless from our class. Oh God! So I think as a follow up, she should find out if we went to school with any zoologists. And we'll bring them on the show, and we can just talk about gay penguins ad nauseum with them. Okay. Yeah. I I know one of our classmates works at the Columbus Zoo and has for many years. Really? I okay. don't know if they are actual zoologists, but I mean, I, I, I think so. Close enough. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Zoologist adjacent. <laughs> I'm not as well as I stayed in a holiday in plus. Yeah, okay. Well, reach out to them and ask um, what they know about gay penguins and if they'd be yeah. really willing to talk about it for an hour. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Excellent. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So... Here we are. From gay penguins. <laughs> to the son of God on a rampage. Yes. Drunk man claims he's son of God busted for throwing mailboxes in the street. <laughs> An Altoona, Pennsylvania man claiming to be the son of God was arrested, was arrested for public drunkenness and disorderly conduct after throwing mailboxes and other items in the street. The suspect, 42-year-old Martin Miller, was outside of his apartment on the 500 block of 12th Street in Altoona on Wednesday, October 14th, when police arrived and observed two mailboxes laying in the street, along with a handle of vodka behind him. (laughs) According to a copy of the complaint obtained by WTAJ, 
Zing. A woman who called the police claims Miller broke her, woke her up with screams about the skies are opening and that he was the son of God. Miller further alleges that prior to the cops' arrival, Miller was throwing things into the street while screaming, beam me up, Scotty, and here, piggy, piggy. <laughs> Miller was reported slurred speech told, oh, Miller with reported slurred speech told police he had no idea how the mailboxes got into the road and didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Miller, you son of God. <laughs> so many beautiful aspects of this. I mean, he yeah. pulled in, uh, you know, there's Manson references somewhat. Uh, yeah. Pop culture with the Star Trek. Manson, Star Trek. Yep, the skies are opening, son of God, no and mailboxes. Oh. It's got everything. I'm surprised this is not in, in Columbus. I think we like we knew this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we've all had Martin Miller as a neighbor at one point, didn't we? Oh, yes. I think oh, yes. at one point we've all been close to being Martin Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a cheap bastard for buying a handle of vodka, you know. What is a handle of vodka? I was picturing like the like the like a, half gallon size bottle, you know, of like Kamchatka vodka that they have that's got the the finger loop. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's what I that's what I kind of thought too. It was a jug. Yeah. The you, the one that's like 6.99 at your Kroger store. Nice. Yes, I was absolutely correct. A handle of vodka actually refers to the size of the bottle, which is typically 1.75 liters. Oh, it's the big boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the guy. And sure enough, like the first thing on Google, it's a picture of the Kamchatka bottle. That's <laughs> <laughs> on the bottom shelf. You like, need two hands to pull it out. To, yeah, right. To take it's a, it's a two-man carry to get it into yes. the cart. <laughs> Yeah, that's the party size thing. We're like, I'm having people over, but they're not close friends, so I don't want to spend a lot. <laughs> I don't really care about impressing anybody. Yep. So I you buy that, yeah. and then like the um, the little tin of frozen orange juice on concentrate, mm -hmm. and just throw them in a blender, and like, there you go, fuckers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but this guy, he's all over the place, yeah. and that denies the whole thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know who I am? Fuck shit. Mailboxes. Mailboxes. Oh, that's awesome. He's a treasure. He is. Altoona. Yeah, he's old enough to know better. Oh, absolutely. Kid, and just it's. It's beautiful. And again, you know, you kept pushing this article, and I'm like, I don't see the appeal, but after reading it a couple times, like, you know, actually, this this does tick about every box. If he was naked, this would have been, like, the ultimate yes. article for us. It's, yes. All that was missing was it was nudity from this one. Because, yeah. yeah, if you can get that, that's the triple crown. Yeah. <laughs> that's drunk, naked. 
rampage. <laughs> yep. The and closest we came was the topless chick at the Denny's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's great. my holy grail. Uh, and and yes, uh, you know, at some point, yes, we hung out with this idiot, uh, probably. But you know, yeah, one year old me would have been laughing my ass off with him. But then, oh, we would have been handed him stuff to throw. Oh yeah, hey, for, I'd be hey pull that one out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the but, minute we I mean, saw rollers, we'd been vapor. Boom. Yep, gone. But now that I'm older, Martin. if there's some drunk yelling "Here, piggy, piggy!" outside my window at 3 a.m., fuck yes, I'm calling the cops on him. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I'd tell him I saw a gun just so they'd shoot him without asking any questions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll tune to Pennsylvania. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it didn't happen. <laughs> you know, in Altoona, they shoot first and ask questions later. That's right. <laughs> Fucking Altoona, it's rough. Oh, God. Yeah, I love it. Mm. But you got to wonder, you know, well, you don't. We've been there. We've all been close to this at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, we've, we've yelled stuff, broken stuff. Just, yeah. Again, the only dif- difference between him and us is we didn't get caught. Yeah, <laughs> we, we didn't go completely batshit crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you know to our to our, I guess for lack of a better, <laughs> to our credit, uh, <laughs> we never went full crazy. I'm trying to think, no, I'm going to agree with you just because I can't think of any examples of going full blown crazy like this, like loud, obnoxious, it, throwing yeah. shit in the street, but like yeah. I'm the son of God sort of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I've never screamed here, piggy, piggy. Uh, outside. Uh, outside. <laughs> we, yeah, without thinking about it. I mean, like, right. you didn't, because, it, you know, yeah. All right. None I've of this, never yelled here, this... piggy, piggy, with no context. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. With context, yes, you're an asshole, but without context... You're a lunatic. You're a lunatic. <laughs> and we've never gone full lunatic. Nope, we've just gone ever. full asshole. Very much so, a lot. Yeah, a lot full asshole. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Mark Miller, you're you're not in the running for the, the Bums Corner Hero of the Year, but I'd say he's no. a strong runner-up, though. An honorable mention at best. <laughs> Bronze, maybe. Still up there. Yeah, I'll be on the podium, but. <laughs> nope. Nobody the, can come close to Denny's chick. Not with the precious metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was it. That was the epitome. But it had it all. It had it, it all. Topless it rampage. That punk. Yep. There it is. There it is. But still, again, I, I must compliment you on not only the, the volume and variety, but the quality of the articles that you brought to the table lately. <laughs> well, hat tip to our friends at ABC. 
Oh, kudos. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Um, so we actually have time still. Um, so I'll, if there's anybody left listening at this point, I want to reiterate that next month we're doing a call-in show. So it's just open. You can show up, say what you want. Um, we'll still have stuff to talk about just in case nobody shows up. But oh, yeah. if if you've ever wanted to just stop in and say, I hate what you guys are doing, I wish you would stop, or you have made my life better, thank you, you, you talked me off the bridge, then <laughs> this will be your opportunity. <laughs> yeah, don't be shy. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you probably aren't, so, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you have at least one mental issue, if not multiple. It, it, again, if you're this deep yeah. into it. And that's not like a shortcoming. Don't don't feel like it's an insult. <laughs> you're one of us. So it's Absolutely. all good. Everybody's a little crazy. Just we happen to embrace that a little bit. Yes. Those this are is a safe place for crazy. We are all square pegs looking to get into society's round holes. God, do you remember that show? Yes. Um, oh, shit. I'm, not, I'm never going to remember the name of the actress that was in that now. But to this day, I, can, I still know the, uh, the theme song. Theme song. Like, yep. Square like peg, square of- peg, square, square pegs. Yes. <laughs> yep. That was, that was like the motels or something did that. It was, I want to say your motel sounds right. Waitresses. Waitresses. Same thing. <gasps> not really. Not at all. Because the waitresses <laughs> have one of the best Christmas songs of all time. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's them and the kinks for like one and two. Yeah. Best Christmas song. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, but I don't, that show was on for like a, a blink. Uh, yeah, regular TV. Yeah, but I remember that. It seemed like it was just for a minute back in the what, early eighties. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think we were Fuck. in grade school. Ah, that's gonna bother me now. What was the name of that actress that was on that that ended up with a, a fairly decent career? Shit. Was it? Oh shit. Um. Damn it. Uh, Sex in the City. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes. Yes. Jamie Gertz is the one I was thinking of. Jamie Gertz? Yes. Yeah, she was in that show. Who the hell is Jamie Gertz? Uh, she she was on, like, ER. Um, she's been in a shitload of movies. She was in Less Than Zero. Um, what else? Lost Boys. Just a ton of stuff. Okay. Facts of Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts of life. (laughs) (laughs) I learned so much from that show. (laughs) About what? The facts of life? Well, yeah, you got to take the good. You take the bad. You take them both. Both. And there you have the facts facts of life. I just thought it was cool that there were kids my age going to a school where the only adult was like somebody cool. 
You know, well, the only adult was like the lunch lady. Yeah, Mrs. Garrett. She yeah. just kind of hung out and gave him candy. All right. Like, is there a version of this school for boys? And if so, how do I get it? Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was my takeaway from it. I'm like, this looks like heaven on earth. Yeah. You know, you never saw him in class. It was always after school, just hanging out with a chef. Yeah. Like, hanging out in the lunchroom. Yeah. Getting into hijinks and solving exactly. problems. <laughs> solving mysteries. <laughs> solving mysteries. Now, see, if you could combine like the facts of life and Scooby-Doo. Mm. Oh, wait, that'd be like Hogwarts. Never mind. Yeah. What about Facts of Life and Murder She Wrote? Yeah, actually, that would work. Yeah. I get it because the Angela Lansbury character would be the Mrs. Garrett, but yes. she's got the theme of of teen hotties that it would be like, like almost like Charlie's Angels, like uh, the uh, the Buffy kids and the librarian. Whatever. Uh, hang on, it's gonna come. Anthony Stewart Head was the actor's name. Remember? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So like that. So Mrs. Garrett somehow gets involved in a mystery and brings the girls along to solve it. Yeah, I could totally. Yeah. But they gotta have like a cool bus. <laughs> I always pictured Mrs. Garrett as having like some gigantic, like nineteen seventies Cadillac convertible. <laughs> with like a stupid name like Baby and she spends her Sundays like waxing this thing until it just glows <laughs> but she can fix the engine too so like she'll get out yes. of the hood she's not afraid to get greasy <laughs> absolutely she knows every inch of that vehicle inside and out yes she knows what part to replace just based on purely on how it sounds when it starts up yep Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett was the bomb. Yeah, she she was also on that other show too. Um, different strokes played, is where she came yeah, from. She, yeah. she played the maid on different strokes, then what that was first. She left that to go work at the school. Yeah. That was a spinoff from Different Strokes. Because wow. Dana Plato, who was what the hell was her name? Kimberly? No. Kimber no. no. Kimberly was the the no, I'm thinking of Tootie. Never mind. Um it was, it was, she was the sister in different strokes. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Dana yeah. Plato. Um I think she, she went to, to that, that school. school. I think oh. she went to that school, and that's how Mrs. Garrett found out about the job. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, I'm going to take a step back at this moment and say uh, the quality of our show has gone very much downhill in the last nine minutes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> gone completely off the rails. <laughs> and, and please don't don't mistake this as an apology. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Just when, I, realization. when I tell people like when I tell people about the show, I'm like, basically, it's like sitting in a bar with Tom and I in the late 80s, early 90s. 
So since uh, we talked about the last article, this is essentially the kind of shit we would do in a bar for hours at a time. (laughs) Hours. Let's dissect the minutia of our past. Yes. Not solve anything, mind you. No, let's just just yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shine light on it. Yeah, that was fucked up. We'll open and take apart the dead frog, but we'll never find out what killed him. I'm not going to know what the pieces are, (laughs) but I'll poke at it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Okay. Well, um, I think we've come to a point where we could probably uh, put a little bow on this thing and wrap it up. It's probably best for all. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, in a couple weeks, we'll have uh, what I have been calling Project Thunderdome. Because (laughs) I just think it's going to be a disaster, and I can't wait to, like, be in the middle of it. Yeah, it's got train wreck potential all over it. Yes, so, um, again, if you want to participate, let us know. But otherwise, just uh, sit on the sidelines and watch as this train derails. It'll be a beautiful and disgusting thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like like civet coffee. (laughs) Like civet coffee. We are the mongoose sphincter of the podcast world. (laughs) Thank you for your time. (laughs) So on that note, um, I'll say good night or good morning or whenever you're listening to this. And we will be talking to you very, very soon. Yes. Ciao.